When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with the directors for NIAD, Jimmy Chin and Chai Basarheli. I want to do it. Do what? Cuba to Florida. My swim. That's insane. You tried that when you were 28, and you did not make it when you are 28. I don't believe in imposed limitations. I don't believe in any limitations. I just know I can do it, okay? And I couldn't do it without you. Onward. Onward. 100 miles of serious currents in the open ocean. It just might cost you your life. They don't believe that Cuba to Florida is humanly possible. I will not accept defeat. I won't. Are you with me? Imagine knowing in your bones you could do something that no one else could do. This isn't about you. This is about me for once. The world wants me to shut my mouth and sit down and wait to die. But I'm not going to stop. All right, I am being joined right now by uh, one half of the Academy Award-winning filmmaking duo, uh, Jimmy Chin. Elizabeth uh, Chai-Varsaheli is going to be joining us any second. There she is. Never mind. We have both of them. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much, the two of you. I'm very excited to be talking with both of you about your narrative feature debut, as weird as that is to say, because you guys are such experienced filmmakers uh, with NIAD. First of all, congratulations on the uh, response to the film. I saw it at its world premiere at the Telluride Film Festival. And I remember Jimmy specifically coming up to you, actually, and telling you, man, you guys really nailed the ending of that movie, like, so hard, because the response in the theater, like, everyone clapping, cheering, crying, it was just such a great experience uh, watching this movie with, a, with an audience, and what was it like for you? I remember you guys had your kids with you, it must have been just such a great moment. It's so interesting, because these films, you know, it's that, it's that moment where they go out in the world and get have their own life, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think... At Telluride, especially, we were still pretty shell-shocked of, like, just the whole process. It was, like, so down to the wire. And, you know, you never know until you see it with an audience, right? You never know if people see what you see. Um, so it was it was an incredibly meaningful screening. And it's been wonderful having the opportunity to watch audiences experience it together. Um, because that is something, I think, with all our films, like, we've found like it's one of those things opportunities to bring people together as opposed to you know all these things in our lives that kind of separate us from one another (laughs) absolutely so i i'm sure uh, my audience wants to know because you guys are so 
well, famous really, for doing Free Solo, The Rescue in recent years. Why was now the time to tell a story in a narrative feature sense and not as a documentary? Well, we've always been interested in these stories about individuals who push the limits of what's possible. Yeah. But after The Rescue and Free Solo and Meru, I think we were really curious about exploring that experience in a woman. And so when we received the script for Nyad, it was just one of those moments where Jimmy and I were like, wow, Diana Nyad is just that person. She's unafraid of ambition. She's unafraid to, you know, to dream and dare to dream. And what a wonderful opportunity to create two very rich roles for two fabulous female actors. And so it was a perfect storm of circumstances. And then we were like, let's figure out how to do it. Yeah, I also think, you know, we we do make these films about people who are pushing their limits and, and the, the boundaries of what's possible. But I mean, I think part of it's also like walking the walk. Like we want to grow and push ourselves as well as filmmakers and storytellers and um, have always wanted to, to move in to explore, you know, narrative features. So what was the one thing that was the biggest change? Uh, what was the, like the biggest opportunity or challenge that you uh, were presented with shooting a narrative feature versus a documentary? I mean, I think there were three, and it's Annette Benning, Jodie Foster, and Risa Fonts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in docs, like, you spend all this time observing, and you're, like, kind of the closest possible listener when you make a documentary. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we had this incredible, like, creative resource of these collaborators, um, creative partners, who are the top of what, the best at what they do, and as committed to bringing a character to life as you are. And that was incredibly empowering and exciting and, you know, no more waiting two years for Alex Honnold to say, I love you. You know, Jody's like, I don't need words to do that. I can just make a look. And we're like, yes, I know. I know. <laughs> like, I, I, unfortunately, she can't be here to tell us herself, but I would love to know what went into Annette Benning's physical preparation for this role, because it's astonishing uh, to see what she put herself through. Um, so much of that that we're seeing in the film is her captured in camera, in the water, doing all that work herself. I mean, she's in the gym lifting weights and I'm like, damn, okay, all right, I see you, Annette Bedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really both of them. I mean, uh, Annette, um, Jody certainly trained. Oh yeah, Jody too. I mean, she's ripped. And mm-hmm. <laughs> when she yeah. showed up on set first day, we were like, oh my God. But Annette trained for a year with uh, an ex-Olympic swimmer as a coach. Um, she was a hundred percent committed to, you know, being the swimmer and, and, um, perfecting her stroke, uh, for this, for this film. I think what we didn't understand, which turned out to be really critical for us was that she had gotten like so fit and had built that, that endurance from a year of training that she was able to be in the tank for four to six to eight hours a day, which is really the only way we were able to shoot this, you know, finish on schedule was because she could actually swim, like stay in the tank for that long. And um, I mean, we had a lot of stunt body doubles and, you know, they ended up not doing any work (laughs) because Annette was, you know, adamant about, you know, 
being the swimmer and saying, look, people are going to see the stroke. They're going to recognize my stroke. I have to be in the water. And she was 100% committed. As a directing duo, and like you said before, working with uh, three uh, actors you mentioned earlier, plus other actors too, uh, what is it like when one of them comes to one of you and asks a question, gets a response. Do you then have to like run to the other and say, I just spoke with so-and-so like what, like what is the working dynamic like between the two of you that your message and vision for this movie is kept clear amongst everybody on set? I think we were pretty conscious of trying to have a unified vision. You know, I, I like we went into it like knowing that this would be a potential challenge and that we need to always show up as kind of as a, you know, two people, but like one vision. And so mm-hmm. we, we were pretty kind of good about making sure that we, you know, prepped the day before understood the shot list. We did a bunch of rehearsals with them before we started filming. So we knew the intention of every scene. They knew what the intentions were by the time we got on set and we were filming, I think um, that was hugely helpful that we we had been collaborating also on the script, but also through through rehearsals to to be able to kind of come in together and have one unified vision. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The five P's. Prior planning prevents poor performance. So there you go. Yeah. So you guys talked a bit about being in the water, Annette. Um, one thing I didn't, one thing I really didn't think of heading into this movie was, what does being in the water for 40, 60 hours do to a person? And I was astonished by the makeup in this movie. Really, truly astonished. Can you please just tell me a bit about what went into that? Because um, it was, like I said, an element that I wasn't consciously thinking of, but it's like, oh, of course, if you're in the water for that long, you're going to get sunburnt. Your skin's going to dry up the salt from the water. I mean, it's really incredible stuff. I mean, yeah. So she had to use prosthetics mm-hmm. and it's particularly challenging putting prosthetics in water Yeah, because they don't last. So, you know, you make this investment of four hours of makeup or like four hours in the chair, and then you have like the opportunity to do a few takes. And, you know, we had a wonderful team and, you know, I have to say, like, the makeup was very impressive and the prosthetic work was very impressive. But also something that was, you know, impressive was Annette's body language. Like, the way she had studied what, a bot- what, what Diana would have looked like after 50 hours, how she would move. And you see that, like, in that last scene when she's coming up the yeah. beat. You know, that's a performance. You know, she has the prosthetics on and she, you know, has stuff in her mouth to, like, push the sw- swelling and stuff. But... um the physicality yeah. of it was very was very was formidable. Like yeah. what she brought to it, we we hadn't really anticipated that either until we started seeing it. Because you know there is the the emotional performance which we all know that Annette can do, but the physical performance. What does she look like when she's swimming at thirty hours versus fifty hours? Like all of the nuances that she brought to the table that we 
hadn't really thought about until we saw it on camera. And that part of the performance for us was, you know, really incredible to witness every day. We went into it knowing, like just being a professional climber and being in the mountains and, and doing these big endurance kind of challenges, we always knew that it's often like the little things that end up kind of killing you. It's it's like the chafing on her neck, you yeah. know, that was like those are the those are the things that you feel that are so painful that you might not think about. You're like, oh, people get really tired when they swim 50 miles. But it's like your mouth swelling up from having too much salt water in your mouth for 50 hours. Like it is those are the details that end up being always like the most painful. And so we wanted to kind of bring that to life. And speaking of details, too, I know you mentioned earlier a lot of preparation goes into the shooting of the film. But can you tell me about how much of that then is able to move over into the editing process? Because you guys splice a lot of real life uh, footage into this film of the real Diana Nyad, which I thought cut so extremely well uh, throughout. And I just want to know, like, how much of that is plan versus found in the uh, process of editing. So the opening montage was planned, right? But mm-hmm. it was actually planned that it would be shot. You know, it wasn't necessarily found, going to be found footage. But, um, you know, that clip of the real Diana on Johnny Carson, like, is yeah. the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, like, like as a doc filmmaker, I'm like, that says everything. The youth, the confidence, the character. And we didn't know if it would work. But what happened is that Annette Benning gave such like a astonishing performance that you be- and it brought such truth to it that somehow it allows your brain to acknowledge Annette as Diana as well as see real Diana, like that it, it's okay that they coexist. Um, but that was really that was very much found in the edit. That was a surprise, a delightful surprise that it worked. And yeah, thank you. Like, it, I, it, as, you, as you know, like as nonfiction filmmakers, like it's particularly delightful, you know, like I've I really enjoyed it. You know? Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, fun question for the two of you here, uh, because you're both certified badasses, in my opinion. Uh, how many hours have you guys ever spent in the water uh, trying to swim uh, long distance? Or have you not attempted to do anything like that? I mean, I grew up as a competitive swimmer from seven till 18. Um, so a good part of my life. You have most of my summers were two, three hours in the morning, two hours in the evening. Um, but I think the closest thing I've come to is, um, I surf a lot and, you know, I've spent maybe the longest I've spent on a single session is like six hours and you get a sunburnt to a crisp, but like, (laughs) It's 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 pretty wild, like just chafing and just how raw everything starts to feel. Um, and that was six hours. So, yeah. yeah. Multiply that by 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I did triathlons when I was in my 20s and I'll never forget the first one um, where I was like, I'm going to drown. And after that, I was like, never again. And I trained and trained and trained um, swimming in pools. But um, yeah, no, I'm not a pro athlete. But, but it, you know, it's, but it's gnarly. It's gnarly not being able to, like, the unknown of the blue is like kind of one of the things that I thought was really important to f- capture in the film. You know, like mm-hmm. when just that abyss, like the, the endlessness of it. So I know you guys are continuing to still make 
documentary films at this point. But now that you've scratched that itch and you've gotten that narrative feature film out of the way, does it really now just all come down to uh, the script that maybe lands in your lap and that will determine what you decide to do if it's a narrative feature film or a documentary film next? I mean, I think after Free Solo, we understood something, which was, you know, we do have a certain type of platform and it's really important that we make films that move the needle a little bit and that project the world that we want to be in. And so I think that's kind of, that remains our guiding principle. And so, so yeah, I mean, like, you know, these films are like, a child and you know how much you're going to give to it so it has to just it has to be meaningful like have personal meaning and so that's we'll, you know we're in we love our docs this was really fun like hopefully we'll make more movies great i hope so too um i love what you guys do and uh every single one of the films that i've seen uh from the two of you have been absolutely thrilling inspiring i love also what you said earlier too about capturing people who are pushing the boundaries of what is just possible for the human body to withstand and accomplish and that i just think is really um invigorating cinema so elizabeth jimmy thank you both so so very much i really appreciate the time here thank Thank you man bye take care hey everyone thank you so much for listening to my interview with the directors for naiad jimmy chin and chai vasaheli here on the next best picture podcast naiad is currently playing in limited release and will be available to stream on netflix on november 3rd you have been listening to the next best picture podcast we are proud to be part of the Evergreen podcast network and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening as always, and we will see you all next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.